Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, dear listeners. I'm Vic, and welcome to the In the Meadow podcast, the very first episode. If you're new around here and not familiar with me, my name is Vic, and I'm a content creator over on Instagram at Vic in the Meadow because mentally I am lying in a field of lilies, and over on TikTok at Vic Sauce. I'm a mid 20s creator. I'm 26, going on 27, and currently in denial of transitioning from my mid to late 20s. But I create coming of age content. We chat about slow living, sustainability, and just going through the journey that is changes entering adulthood. And today I really want to talk about just feeling left behind. One of the biggest themes that I've learned in adulthood so far is that nothing is how we thought that it would be. Even the people that you think have it together do not have it together. None of us have a clue what's going on. And I think that growing up, a lot of us looked up to our parents or guardians and we thought, wow, one day I'm going to be like that. I'm going to know what's going on. I'm going to be in control. And that just couldn't be farther from the truth. And if you do feel that way, I am so happy for you and love that for you, but I absolutely cannot relate. Mentally, I still feel like I'm 21 years old and have no idea what's going on. I still don't fully know how to do my taxes, even though I've been self-employed for almost seven years. I don't own a home. I rent an apartment. I don't even know how to get a mortgage as a self-employed person. And I just thought it was important to point those things out because I get a lot of people that say to me, oh, like, I want to be like you when I'm older, which is very lovely. And I appreciate the flattery. However, I too don't always know what's going on. So a little bit about me, my background, where I'm at in life. And this might come as a surprise to a lot of you since I did go from 8,000 to 125,000 followers on Instagram throughout the last year. And y'all missed a chapter. Y'all that are new, you missed a chapter. So I am almost 27 years old and I was married in my early 20s. Um, and I am currently going through a separation and divorce, which is not something I talk about a whole lot online. Mostly just out of respect for my ex-partner. That was a big part of my life and I have a lot of respect for them and want to respect their privacy and their boundaries. However, I'm sure you get the gist that I'm going for that. Yes, I'm 26. I'm going through a divorce and half my friends are either married and own homes and have kids. The other half are living at home with their parents because this economy, who can afford to move out? Or I also have some acquaintances that are in that like living it up, traveling the world phase of their life. But mostly I'm really grateful that the internet exists. 
because I think this is a time in my life where I feel really lost and disconnected from a lot of my friends because we cannot relate to each other. And I think that unfortunately friendships dissolving and ebbing and flowing is a really natural part of adulthood. Not enough of us are prepared for and understand how to navigate that happening. I think there's an expectation that those that are your best friends are meant to be your best friends for your whole life. And I'm kind of coming to terms with the fact that, like I said, friendships ebb and flow. There's gonna be periods in your life where you're closer to certain people. You might have a little falling out, but you can also rekindle that in the future. And then there's gonna be best friends that come and go and make room for new ones, which is a hard pill to swallow. But that's one thing that I've been really grateful for on the internet and finding this community is just finding other people that are going through the same things, having the same anxieties, feeling kind of that left behind feeling in life. So my purpose here of doing this podcast is just to show you that none of us really have it figured out. None of us really know what's going on. And those that do seem to know what's going on come from a very large place of privilege, which is a whole other can of worms to unpack. So why do we have these expectations of where we should be in life? Why are we shitting ourselves? We need to stop shitting ourselves. If there's one thing you get out of this, remind yourself every day, why am I shitting myself? Because I don't think that there's one place that any of us should be in life. I don't think life is predictable and we're definitely not all dealt a fair hand of cards. And I really just wanna chat about how I think it's incredible that all of us are even here and existing today because right now, and I am not an expert y'all, but right now this economy is not easy to exist in. It's not an easy time to be breaking into early adulthood. The housing market is insane. The rental market alone is insane. Honestly, I'm lucky to even have my apartment and I only can live on my own because I rented this place out six years ago I love transparency. I love, I'm nosy. I love to know what people pay, what their budgets are. So I'm going to share that. Like I said, I rented my apartment about six years ago. And so my rent increase has been controlled and I only pay about $1,100 now for a two bedroom with parking and a yard, which is bananas. That is unheard of in this rental market. So a lot of times when people see my content on Instagram, they assume that I'm living in this big house or that, wow, you can afford to live on your own. And yeah, that's a lot of money. If I'm being honest, the average month, I'm making about $3,000. So that takes up a good chunk of my income, um, not to mention that I have another office that I rent for work that's an additional $800. However, I am so grateful for that because I don't know how you guys are doing it. For those that are in their early 20s or maybe late 20s moving out for the first time, this is an insane market to be breaking into. So pat yourself on the back, no matter where you are. If you're living at home, saving up money or just living at home and getting by, and that's what you need to do, you should be proud of yourself for recognizing that. If you are living on your own, bananas, again, pat on the back. If you're living with roommates, pat on the back for being able to do that. I think we all just need to recognize and appreciate the work and mental load that it takes to get to where we are and to just get by another day. And on the topic of housing, I wanna spill some tea. For those that are also in their later 20s, early 30s. I'm sure that you know some of the tea that I'm about to spill. But for those in their early 20s, I think that this might be helpful to frame some perspective. Now, I was born in 1996. So I was kind of on the cusp of, as I was entering into adulthood, I had some people that I saw on Facebook that I went to high school with buying homes. And even then I was like, how are you doing this? <laughs> but nowadays I don't see that popping up. I think about six years ago or so in my early 20s, I would see the occasional post on Facebook of people buying a house. And even then y'all, they weren't buying it on their own. They were buying it with their parents. I'm a nosy person. Like I said, I read the Facebook comments. I investigate. I'm sure a lot of you do too. I think it's important we know these things because otherwise it paints an unrealistic expectation of where we should be at in life. But anyway, circling back to what I was saying, in my early 20s, I saw a couple of people that I knew purchasing homes, investment properties with their parents, which is just not feasible now. And that definitely dropped off. I don't think I've seen anybody I know buying a home in the last six years for the first time. 
if for the people that were already in the market, a little bit different, but no, I'm not seeing first time home buyers of anyone around my age anymore. And the other thing is, as I've gained some new friends throughout adulthood as well, I've also learned that they have also not purchased their home on their own. It's just not feasible anymore. And that's okay, but I think we need to talk about it. For example, multiple of my friends who are married only own homes because their in-laws gifted them over $10,000 towards a down payment as their wedding gift. That's a lot of dough, my friends. And some of them even more than that. So it's really important to remember that when you see these people with homes that they might've not even had to have the labor of saving up that down payment. And this is not to undermine the people that did. Some people have worked very, very hard. And it's not to say that people that don't pay their own down payment are not worthy of housing. We are all worthy of affordable housing. It's just like I said, that notion of transparency that I think needs to exist. Because yeah, if somebody paid for a down payment for me for a house, I could pay my mortgage. I would figure it out too. But on paper, as a young adult looking good to get approved for a mortgage and having enough money that you can buy a mortgage that you can afford, super difficult. And as we know, the older generation doesn't always quite understand that because they're paying like $600 mortgages that they locked in at 40 years ago, which again, love that for them. We should all have access to affordable housing. However, when there isn't that communication and transparency of how everyone got into the positions that they're in, it leaves a lot of us feeling left behind. I can say with my whole heart as a teenager, I did not expect to be renting still at almost 27. And there's nothing wrong with that. And in my current position, I don't see myself ever owning property, especially being on my own now. As a self-employed person, it is just double extra hard to be taken seriously to get a mortgage. And something that I've come to terms with and instead I'm kind of thinking about retirement, saving towards retirement. And y'all, I'm not looking for financial advice. I'm simply sharing where I'm at in life because we need more of that. We need more people in early adulthood talking about where they're at, how they've got to where they're at, and to stop shitting themselves. And the internet definitely doesn't help with the whole housing shitting ourselves either though. Especially if you're on TikTok, I'm sure you know the trends of people having all of these Amazon home finds and these gadgets and gizmos of organization on all these clear acrylic bins in their fridge and, and just all these plastic doodads that really you don't need and cost a lot of money to have. It's kind of comical to think about how much money you have to have to have one of those acrylic organized homes. It'll also be really interesting to see 20 years from now how we look back at that as a trend in the past. But we are at a place in time where we are consuming more content than ever before. And I don't think it's mentally healthy for us to be consuming this many bits and bobs of other people's lives and stories in such a short amount of time every single day. When I think about myself, at least, if I go on TikTok for half an hour, I'm consuming hundreds if not thousands of people's lives. And that is just not what our brains are designed to do. Yes, the internet can be great for connection, but we are also consuming all of those tidbits of other people's lives and building a little story in our head of, oh, they can live a life like that. These people are all living lives like that. Why isn't my life like that? And as someone that is a quote unquote content creator, I wouldn't call myself an influencer because it is not my job and I don't really promote products. However, I have a lot of friends that are influencers with similar followings making over $100,000 a year just from brand deals on TikTok. Isn't that wild? So it's important to remember that all these things in people's homes, a lot of them are getting paid to talk about this. And a lot of them are literally paid to have those aesthetic looking homes that keep you interested in thinking, whoa, do I need that? Is this gonna make my life easier? I can tell you it's not going to make your life easier. And about five minutes after you open that package, you are going to be looking for that next dopamine hit of what your next buy and find is going to be. We are not all meant to have homes like that. Our homes are not meant to look like a hotel. A home is meant to look like a home. And most importantly, it's meant to feel like a home. Your living space is your safe space. That should be curated to you, not the internet and what everybody else is doing and what you think might look cool and trendy. Because what's most cool and trendy is what you want and finding your individualized style and comfort.
no, you don't need the all-white kitchen with the clear bins in your fridge and the egg holder and the juice cartons. It's okay to live a recession core life these days. It's okay to coupon your orange juice and just shove that shit in the back of the fridge. And it's also okay if you can't afford the orange juice and shove your Brita filter into the back of the fridge. <laughs> so just keep that tucked in your mind that the internet is not reality. Even myself, when I'm making videos, I am splicing together the prettiest parts of my day. And it's not to sell the fake idea of something. It's sadly, that's just how the internet works, that you have to grab people's attention and you have to curate something that's going to hold somebody's attention so even these homes online that you're seeing that look bougie and fancy they have junk drawers too they have junk closets they do and they're lying if they tell you they don't what a chaotic first episode this is <laughs> but seriously none of these people have it together as much as you think they do and again i can say from my friends that are working in the influencer space making like a hundred thousand plus dollars from this stuff they're not super happy because of this money yes they live a financially more comfortable life but they're also navigating the same things that the rest of us are with breakups with breakups grief loss in family losing friendships gaining friendships moving transitional periods of life and i wish more people were transparent about that because i think there's solace in coming together as a collective in humanity and community and rather than than building barriers and pushing people farther away from us and isolating people into boxes, I think it's nice to find that common ground to come together. Because y'all, I wish I was that privileged too. Whenever I see like a nepotism baby, I'm like, you know what? Good for them. Wish it was me. That was half a joke, but also not half a joke. A lot of people come from privilege and I think that the importance is recognizing that privilege and nuance in the way that they live. Okay, took a quick water break and I am back. So now I wanna talk a little bit about career and jobs. Again, a lot of us throughout high school were told, okay, you need to go to college or university, get a diploma or degree, get a job, save money, buy a house, retire, die and maybe have kids somewhere along the way or like a dog if you want to. And I don't know how it is now in high school, but when I was in high school, that was the only option. The thought of women getting into trades or apprenticeships in general, that wasn't heard of, that wasn't thought of as acceptable or at least not the norm, which I think is the background reason as to why a lot of us shitted ourselves into careers that maybe we don't love in our 20s. And I want to remind you all that whether you're in your 20s or 30s, you're still like a little baby adult. I haven't even been a legal adult for a decade yet. That's like infancy of adult years. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have the job that you wanna have for the rest of your life. You can change your mind. But more importantly, I really hope that younger adults and people coming into adulthood are learning that you don't have to go with the grain. You don't have to go with the system. You can do what works for you and what's gonna be best for you. You don't have to have a degree and be an orthodontist or a teacher by 26. A lot of us can't afford that either. If you do do that and you come out and you're like, I might actually just go get a job at Starbucks. Good for you for recognizing that. I think a few of us have seen the folks over on TikTok and I can't remember their usernames right now, but there's a couple folks I've seen who went to school, became whole ass lawyers and then quit their jobs and were like, oh my gosh, this isn't for me. This isn't good for my mental well-being. This isn't good for my mental health. And I have so much respect for those people for sharing their stories online and just normalizing, changing your mind. A very expensive way to change your mind, but it happens. And honestly, better to do it sooner than later. Things are shifting as well. When we think back to our parents, a lot of our parents probably averaged one to two careers throughout their life. But I think as we go forward, that's gonna change probably closer to five or six. And I think it's normal to not want to do the same thing for the rest of your life. There is beauty in changing, in evolving, and changing your mind. Of course, that might not be easy for everyone to do because financial instability is so real in this world. And I also think it's important to remember that not all of us love our jobs. Some of us just go to work to clock in, clock out, pay our bills, and that's that. 
And that's okay. Your job doesn't have to be your entire identity in this world. You can be you. I can just be Vic who enjoys knitting and watching movies and drinking tea and doing Harry Potter Lego. And that can be enough in itself. I actually used to talk about my career a lot more online on Instagram than I do now. I don't really talk about it at all anymore. And I think that was a really important thing for me to do to just find identity outside of work and come together as community in my time off on social media. And I know a lot of people have to promote their work on social media and that's just the way the cookie crumbled. But for me, I was learning that that was a hard boundary that wasn't good for me. It wasn't good for me to go to work and then come home and do more work on social media. Felt good to have those as two separate things. And I do love my job. I will say that. I love it, but do do I want to go seven days a week to work? No. Am I happy to come home at the end of the day? Yes. And it's not fair to assume that everybody does want to be at work all the time. Nobody does. You can be someone that loves their job, that adores their job, and you can still be happy as hell to get home, whip off your bra and crack open a Diet Coke. Maybe I'm projecting. But my point here is you just don't have to know. You don't have to have it figured out. You can think you have it figured out. You can change your mind in 10 years. That's okay. Is it hard? Yeah. But is it okay? Yeah. And I feel the same way about relationships, which we'll do a whole episode on relationships and breakups. But the longer you're in something, the harder it is to leave, whether that's a career or a relationship or a friendship or breaking up with family members as well. It's harder. The deeper you're in, you start to think, what are people going to think of me? And as somebody that left a marriage fairly early on, I can tell you who gives a flying frick what people think of you. Is it going to be uncomfortable? Yes. Are you going to feel so relieved and so much more aligned with who you are and yourself when you make these decisions? Also, yes. And the longer you put it off, the more future you is going to be kicking past you for not doing it sooner. Of course, make sure you're in a safe place to make whatever decisions you're thinking about, but I'm just saying it's okay to change your mind. So that's where I'm at. I am 26, almost 27. Don't really have a clue in the world what's going on. I work enough to get by and pay my bills, but not a whole lot more. I'm going through a divorce and trying to figure that out, which it's also interesting to do in your 20s because I don't have friends that are divorced. I don't know how to do this. I'm on the phone with my mom asking her how her and my stepdad did this with their previous partners. And honestly, I don't know what the future holds for me. And being okay with the unknown is something that I've been working through a lot and really have come to terms with. I don't know if I'm going to stay in Southern Ontario. I don't know if I'm going to ever want to get married again. I don't know if I'll ever own a home. Probably not in this economy. But I don't know what I'll be doing for work in another 10 years. And all of that, I'm learning to be okay with. I think some other people that have undergone a big change in early adulthood might also understand that with me, that at a certain point, you just let go of those expectations and what the world thinks about you and what you think about you, and you stop shutting yourself. Okay, now I want to sidetrack a little bit and read you guys something that my mom <laughs> printed off for me. Yes, my mom is the kindest, sweetest person in this whole entire world. I love her so much, and it's a wonder she wasn't like a kindergarten teacher. This woman gives kindergarten teacher energy in the best way, so she printed off this little, I don't know what you would call it, um, story, something that you feel, I feel like would be brought up in fifth grade in like a great way. And she put it in like a little like laminated file protector. Anyways, I want to read this because she printed it off and was like, this really reminded me of the content you've been sharing on Instagram lately because yes, my mom follows me. She's my number one fan. She reads all my comments. So be nice to me. That was half a joke, but it's not, it's not a joke. She reads all my comments. She is so excited at my number one fan and I love her so much. I don't know. I don't think she knows how to listen to a podcast. She doesn't, she doesn't know what Spotify is. She doesn't, she has my old hand-me-down like iPhone 5. She uses it for text. That's it. Anyways, shout out to Mama Mary, MVP. So this thing she printed off, it's called mayonnaise jar and two beers. When things in your life seem almost too much to handle, when 24 hours in a day are not enough, remember the mayonnaise jar and the two beers. 
A professor stood before his philosophy class and had some items in front of him. When the class began, he wordlessly picked up a very large and empty mayonnaise jar and proceeded to fill it with golf balls. He then asked the students if the jar was full and they agreed that it was. The professor then picked up a box of pebbles and poured them into the jar. He shook the jar lightly and the pebbles rolled into the open areas between the golf balls. He then asked the students again if the jar was full. They agreed it was. The professor next picked up a box of sand and poured it into the jar. Of course, the sand filled up everything else. He once more again asked if the jar was full. The students responded with a unanimous yes. The professor then produced two beers from under the table and poured the entire contents into the jar, effectively filling the empty space between the sand. The students laughed. Now, said the professor as the laughter subsided, I want you to recognize that this jar represents your life. The golf balls are the important things, your family, your children, your health, your friends, and your favorite passions. And if everything else was lost and only they remained, your life would still be full. The pebbles are the other things that matter, like your job, your house, your car, and the sand is everything else, the small stuff. If you put the sand into the jar first, he continued, there is no room for the pebbles or the golf balls. The same goes for life. If you spend all your time and energy on the small stuff, you will never have room for the things that are important to you. Pay attention to the things that are critical to your happiness. Spend time with your children, spend time with your parents, visit with the grandparents, take your spouse out to dinner, play another 18 holes of golf. There will always be more time to clean the house, fix the disposal, or deal with things from your job. Take care of the golf balls first, the things that really matter. Set your priorities, the rest is just sand. One of the students raised her hand and inquired what the beer represented. The professor smiled and said, I'm glad you asked. The beer just shows you that no matter how full your life might seem, there's always room for a couple of beers with a friend. First of all, it made me emotional that my mom thought of me enough to print this off, laminate it, and give it to me. But also, I have a feeling my stepdad was behind this. This is giving my stepdad's energy. But how perfect is that? And how sweet is that? And I think we all need laminated copies of this in our lives because it is so easy to get hung up on quote unquote, the small stuff. But in reality, who cares if your bathroom cabinet is organized? Who cares if you have the name brand facial serum? Who cares if you have the name brand cheese? Although sometimes me, because the no, the no name cheese, it's not as good. It's just not as good. The point is at the end of the day, you're not gonna remember on your deathbed if you bought the no name cheese or the name brand. You're ultimately not gonna care about the promotion that you did or didn't get. You're not gonna be thinking about if you had all the trendy houseware in your apartment or the bare basics and a comfy couch. You're gonna be thinking about who you filled your time with. You spent your time with, how you enriched your time and your passion. So while this may have been a shorter episode and a little bit all over the place, I think that the mayonnaise jar and two beers help to wrap up everything beautifully and I hope just give you a little bit of a different perspective on life for your day. And I know it's much easier said than done to say don't sweat the small stuff. Sometimes we need to sweat the small stuff. Something else that I like to say is remember when past you wanted to be exactly where you are today. Remember when past you wanted what you have now. Whenever I'm thinking about things that I want in the future or what I want next, I come back to that sentiment and it helps me stay grounded and present in where I am now. Even if it's not where all my friends are or people that I see on the internet are, it's where I am and that's enough. And I hope that you can all feel that today, even if just for a fleeting moment, be proud of yourself, be proud that you're here because I'm proud of where you are. And no matter where that is, if you would like to be somewhere else in the future, that's okay. But you are here right now, right here today, and that is enough. So let me know what you think of this episode. We will be chatting about many things in the future. I've had requests for talking about breakups, friendship breakups, talking about slow living, more about sustainability. I have had a request for talking about cleaning and organizing the house, which, um, hello, yes, we will be doing that. But I wanna hear what else you guys wanna hear about. So chat with me on Instagram over at Vic in the Meadow. My messages are open there. Comments are open for those that follow me. And let me know what you think about this, what you'd like to hear in the future. And again, you can find me on Instagram at Vic in the Meadow and TikTok at Vic Sauce. Talk soon. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.